Hello again, I'm Danya and welcome back to Lokia Kenge, the show that talks about the issues within the brown South Asian community and a real voice for the brown girls listening. Join me with your cup of chai as I discuss some very taboo subjects which will give the aunties in our society something to really talk about. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the disregard of mental health within the South Asian community. We'll be touching on the most common issues regarding mental health in the South Asian community, triggers of mental health, symptoms, and we'll also be talking therapy. I'm a Scottish woman of Pakistani heritage and I have been diagnosed with mental health problems. Mental health problems. And Pakistani. That's right. In 2018, the Scottish government estimated that around one in three people are affected by mental health problems, but people from ethnic minorities are less likely to seek out help or even talk about it. Put it into numbers, a white person is twice as more likely to seek out help for their mental health issues than someone from an Asian or black community. For me personally, I've always struggled being open about the state of my mental health and being able to talk about it. From looking into it, I've realised that this taboo doesn't necessarily exist only in the Pakistani community. Many ethnic minorities have stigmatised mental health issues, which has made it incredibly difficult for people to even talk about their mental health issues or look to the right places for help. For me personally, I've seen discussing mental health issues as something that could ruin your reputation and with that alone, your chances of being a suitable wife are ruined. Men, it's also the case of carrying your family's reputation and taking on the age-old role of the breadwinner of the house and that simply can't be ruined by you having a mental health issue. I felt like I could never openly discuss my diagnosis without being labelled as weak and therefore something about me being wrong. I realised very quickly that discussing your mental health had a stigma around it and in some South Asian languages a word doesn't even exist to coin the terms anxiety, depression or even mental health. It took me years to finally realise that the anxiety that I thought I had during exam time was something that was actually affecting me all year round. When it came to me struggling to get out of bed in my fourth year of university I finally thought enough was enough and I sought out professional help. I want you to know it's okay. There's nothing wrong with how you're feeling and there's nothing wrong with seeking out for help and talking about how you feel. Our next guest on Lokia Kengi is Isa Javed. Isa is a young South Asian student who is familiar with the mental health struggles young people go through and can sympathise and explain what it's like for South Asians going through these struggles. This topic was widely requested from our audience, so here we go. Hey! Hi! How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How was your day been? A busy day, actually. I had college all day, so just been busy with college and I've got a lot of like assignments and stuff to hand in. So just a normal, busy day. How was your day? My day was good as well. Just uh, I had a day off today, actually. <laughs> but let's get right into it. Just before we get into it, actually, um, do you want to introduce yourself? My name's Isa Javed and I'm 20 years old. Um, I currently study at City College and I study marketing communications. Um, I'm al- also from an Asian background. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, just a student living life. Yeah, or trying to live life, but you know, with COVID and stuff is not really ideal. Um, okay, well, let's just get right into it. Um, so my first question to you is, considering today's topic, which mm-hmm. I already gave an intro on about mental right. health in the South Asian community, uh, what are your thoughts on mental health within this South Asian community that we're in? 
I feel like it's not really looked at as a serious like matter if it was like your physical health it would be so much more serious you know if you're in the hospital or if you're not there's something wrong with you physically it'd be such a big deal but I don't know why if there's something wrong with you mentally it's not taken serious or or if it's looked at as something bad if you're you know I don't know you're going through some sort of like mental health issues or whatever like is considered as a bad thing which yeah. is really wrong um and if you do try and talk about it or if you I don't know if you like try and bring it up then it's kind of like you're kind of shut down because it's like you're not supposed to feel that way or you're not it's it's not normal when it is that it's really strange it's more so like that um, yeah these are like the stigmas would you say that are that are based around like I feel like this community is just full of stigmas especially when it comes to mental health so what what yeah stigmas within society like just the fact that you can't talk about these things it's considered like it's frowned upon to talk about your it's a negative thing but it's not it's not something that you should be talking about or something you should be proud of or something that you know that you should have like it's really upsetting yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. when did you say then that you realized that this was an issue like what what stage at your life what stage in your life were you at when you realized you know what this is an issue like because I know for myself growing up I was yeah to what other people said you know when uh-huh. you don't have that exposure like what we have now so yeah I would just listen to my parents to the aunties and our people around you yeah around us that would say no it's 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 crap basically like you you don't talk about it it's nothing you know like, it's not serious yeah it's not serious when somebody would try and talk about something like this then it would just be like shut down that's what I thought growing up but then obviously I was exposed to so much more and that's when I started realizing you know what this isn't this is a serious issue that just kind of educating yourself yeah yeah so when you realize like what point were you at when you realized like this is this is important I can't remember exactly like what age but I remember like I was quite young and I like sit and think about these things and it would be just like okay like this is quite an issue and then as you get older you kind of think about it and you're like like you think about those things when you're younger but as you get older you think okay this is really crazy like you know you need to and then you're like there's so much more to it that you need to educate yourself on and it's on you it's not on anyone else like just because you've been brought up a certain way or you've been taught certain things doesn't mean it's it's always going to be that way or it needs to be that way it's your kind of responsibility to be like okay you need to go out your way to kind of educate yourself yeah so do you feel that like really makes the same in that sense where you would just kind of follow the crowd until you actually stood on your own two feet and were exposed to more and educated yourself more yeah like, do you know what it is with me like um you go through a lot of things that kind of you know shape you as a person that way like that saying like you it, as you're growing older it's more about um learning to unlearn yeah a lot of things that you've been taught so yeah 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 for sure and that's difficult yeah. that's difficult coming from very difficult we've come from especially I feel like that's very difficult to come out of but 
and, and it is very like I feel like there are so many people who know about these issues now like regarding this issue of mental health uh-huh. so many young South Asians know about this now and value it but there's so uh-huh. many who don't as well yeah you know? just because they don't go out their way to kind of because it's so easy to just kind of stick to what you've always been taught yeah. then to kind of be like you know what no I'm not just gonna stick to what I know I need to you know just gaining more knowledge and like learning or whatever it's not easy and it's not easy to stand out and be different from like how your people around you mm-hmm. but I think it's so crucial to do it because that's how you kind of grow as a person as well yeah um yeah when it comes to speaking about mental health, you're very confident you you don't shadow anything or hide away from conversations. Yeah, definitely not, no. Um, but do you feel as though other people in our community, other young South Asians, um, are ashamed to talk about their mental health? Definitely. Like, you're told from a really young age, like, you can't do that. It's something you can't feel. It's something that you can't, you know, go through. Or it's a negative thing, so you're just kind of taught that, okay, it's better to kind of shut yourself off and keep it all in and not talk about it, which is so bad because it just makes it worse. And that's why I feel like it's so healthy to kind of open up to people and talk about, you know, open up to people that you're actually comfortable with. I'm not saying like someone that, you know, a stranger or whatever, like just people that make you feel happy and make you feel good about yourself, just opening up to them um and telling them how you feel it can actually take off so much like burden or whatever you want to say like it can make you feel so much better my next question is from what you've researched i know yeah. you're quite active on your social medias when it comes to mental health you're you're not again you're not scared of speaking what you yeah, feel definitely yeah um, but from what you've researched and seen in your own experiences being around young south asians uh, what do you think is the most common mental health issue within the South Asian community? I think it definitely has to be depression. Depression, I, I um, Anxiety. Yeah. And that has to talk about. It, this information has come from specialists, um, but in the UK, the highest, the, the South Asian community has the highest rate of depression. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Compared to other minorities and compared to other communities. The South Asian community has the highest had the highest rate of depression. That's really crazy. That is crazy. But it makes sense because you're just hundred percent. Like I'm not. I, when I found out this information, I was obviously shocked. But on the other end, I was like, when you think about it, think about yeah. it, it makes sense because we don't like to talk about our issues. Mm-hmm. Like especially with depression. Like, I remember my gran used to, she she got cancer and she would talk about, obviously, like, first of all, that's a huge thing. Like, she yeah. physically ill, but she would then go into, like, these stages of what we all could see was depression. But the way she would describe it at first was, like, oh, like, my heart feels really heavy, my head is hurting, because she didn't understand the concept of it. Yeah. So she was like, why does my heart feel so heavy? Why does why does my why is my head hurting in this way? Like, and it was just crazy because she would keep saying it, and I think that's when we all started clicking on, especially the younger generation in my family. We started, hmm. clicking, you know, like this is depression. Like this is this is the way they describe it. They don't know that this is what they're going through, but yeah. this is the way they use 
they, these are the analogies they use to describe these kind of things because they don't have the knowledge. Because that is, that's what I was going to say. It's really sad that it's such a foreign concept to them, like depression. That's really sad. But that is very sad to hear, like that you know you're actually going through something and you don't know what it is, like because you don't have the knowledge on it, like when I talk to even my mom about these things or my dad it's like I'll describe like my palms get sweaty I feel like I need to leave a situation like I just like my heart starts beating really fast like I can't control it mm-hmm. I, I can't breathe if it's at extreme levels mm-hmm. and just like, I never felt this way like I, I can't relate to what you're talking about because if I was feeling this way or if I was feeling something similar to it I would just think it was nothing and just get on with it God you know yeah that's where a huge issue is because i don't have that knowledge but you know it's just get over it yeah you know how how i would say like physical health is such like oh my god such a big thing if you know if you're ill or whatever people come over visit you you know bring you flowers all that but what happens if you're not feeling mentally well like it's like, I don't it's want the- to do with you in our society. Like, <laughs> you know, you're literally, you're like looked at as uh, this like crazy person. Literally like, no, a hundred percent. Other cousins of mine or other friends or anything who have gone through these same issues, like gone through severe depression and like severe anxiety. And I've literally heard other people in my family talk about them and say like, she's gone crazy. Yeah, it's really sad and she's gone crazy she needs help yeah. you know she needs to go to a mental asylum whatever like it's so mad when you like hear these things because it's like it's a normal thing just going on to the next question now um what would you say or we actually discussed this not too long ago but what would you feel are some of the issues which can trigger someone's mental health in our community I think one of the main things has to be um, just getting compared, getting compared to people around you. It's so normalized, like for parents to just kind of compare you to your cousins or like people your age. And if they're, you know, I don't know if they're doing something that they like and you're not doing that thing, you're getting compared. And it's like, and it just, I don't know like how do you expect that to make me feel good or make me you know you're gonna overthink you're gonna feel really you know crap about yourself because you're getting compared by your parents instead of like you know them encouraging you to be like okay you do you you know do what you need to do you're your own person you know that again that kind of encouragement can make such a difference and I think that doesn't happen a lot. Instead, you're, you're compared to other people. You're, you're told you're not good enough because you didn't get A in your exams. There's a lot of good things about, you know, this culture or whatever, but there's a lot of negatives. Yeah, but I definitely feel like comparison is a huge thing, like, especially in this community. I feel like it's very prevalent in a lot of other communities as well, but... In the South Asian community, I feel like this has been going on for so long. It happens a lot. And so much. Like, even I've experienced, I'm still experiencing this. <laughs> to this day, I'm still, I'm now 20, almost 21 years old, and I'm still experiencing 
being compared to other people and my family to my friends you know like it's just crazy when we were younger Mm -hmm. I was like the rebellious kid like the one that didn't listen the one that did her own thing never give it never gave a crap about anybody else's opinions whereas my sister she was like Mm -hmm. the child in everyone's eyes so she was like the straight age she was the one that got literally like right in all her educational choices or decisions growing up I feel like with me and her there wasn't that much tension or there wasn't that comparison um because I still was two years younger than her but with the other same age group people in our family she would uh-huh. get compared to so much like their parents would compare like my cousin's parents would compare my sister to them and say oh she's mm-hmm. well she's doing this she's gone to uni she's mm-hmm. for her high school exams like and then saying like comparing it to their situation Mm-hmm. then obviously for obvious reasons like that would cause them heart because it's like your parents yeah. are supposed to be your biggest supporters they're supposed exactly. to exactly you're amazing like it doesn't matter what you do just as long as you try your hardest blah 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 whereas they would kind of put it in that perspective where like oh you're useless like she's done so much you've embarrassed us you're not doing enough yeah you're not doing enough and i feel like that would obviously make them heart but then it would also cause resentment between my sister and them between because it's not her fault yeah it's not her fault like she's doing her best that's absolutely fine but then it's not their fault either like they shouldn't be compared do you know what is Uh, one more thing that i could talk about is like that pressure to just be a doctor um a doctor what else you know being a doctor engineer lawyer teacher you know like professional roles within all the industries there's so much pressure on that you are supposed to do what's best for you exactly exactly of all these pressures of becoming a like you have to be a doctor you have to be an engineer you have to be a biologist you have to be a teacher you have to be a lawyer whatever that causes so much pressure amongst like in you and it's exactly because you're not meeting the standards like the standards yeah exactly I feel like a lot of the time it's like these people don't didn't even want to do these professions in the first place or they don't know what else they would want you to do because they were never given that option yeah you don't actually do anything for yourself because you're doing stuff for other people around you and you don't do anything for yourself and then you get a degree or whatever but then you're not happy with yourself and I think that also causes a lot of mental health issues because you're not happy with what you're doing there's so many but I feel like comparison and the pressure pressure yeah not just education it can be the pressures of education pressures of marriage marriage yeah yeah (laughs) which is quite a good big one actually it's a huge one a huge marriage or um sorry uh pressures of like fertility yeah there's women who are then married in our community then they don't have kids on time to then have kids afterwards it's like that is soul destroying it's literally life standards in our community it's not beauty standards it's life standards like exactly it's so sad and then when you come out of university with a degree you have to get a job okay which is fine then you once you have a job please get married it's time Uh because you're gonna get too old after you get married it's like okay 
two days after you're married when you're having kids no it's it's just you actually can't win it's one thing after another we're put through that pressure we're like I don't know about you but you know as you get a bit older and your 20s or whatever you're you know putting that like putting that pressure okay you need to get your degree get married get a good job have kids die you know Literally. that is that is how life is seen would you then encourage people to go to a therapist like talking definitely about, we've, talked about, we've talked about all of the issues and the stigmas and everything now but would you then as a result of all of this would you then encourage people to go talk to a therapist or talk definitely about oh definitely it's just so much better you're literally saying talking to a person about all your issues you're going to feel so much better. You're going to get professional advice. And it's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's a normal thing. Yeah. And I think it needs to be normalised more and it should be talked about more because even, like, people talking about going to therapy, it's a bad thing. Like, whoa, you can't talk about it. Yeah. I you know? You know what? I can speak from experience on that because I'll admit, I, like, I'll admit, no, I'm not admitting I've been to therapy. I'll openly say I've been to therapy. But mm-hmm. I'll admit that when I went for my first session of therapy ever, first of all, I was mm-hmm. nervous, right? I was like, yeah. feeling like the first 10 minutes because I just couldn't comprehend it. But yeah. and, like I went not telling anybody that I was going. Like it was- Because a- it is such a scary thing and- Yeah, it was a 10 o'clock appointment in town and I literally told my mom I was going to go get my hair done. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Because I couldn't I, I could not You couldn't bring yourself to No. Yeah. I couldn't bring myself to tell anyone. Not even my I'm so close to my sister and I couldn't tell her either. And that is really heartbreaking. It's that fear of judgment, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you need to go to a therapist? You're fine. And I think that's another issue is just because you don't talk about things then you're considered as fine. I literally applaud anyone who's actually no hats off to you because it's not it's not the easiest thing to do it's definitely not an easy thing to do it's a huge step and something that you think is a scary direction from that first session you come out of that place feeling like somebody's just lifted like 50 kg off your back you know no, I can imagine yeah that's why again if you feel like you do have things on your plate if you feel like you are going through some really hard stuff therapy is something that you should look into I definitely encourage it's investing in yourself at the end of the day you're taking time out for yourself um to go and see someone you know it's a self-investment and that's the best thing you can do is to invest in yourself one of the last things okay Mm -hmm. So I just want a couple sentences, a sentence or two. What message would you send to anyone going through mental health issues and they don't know what to do? It's it's not going to go on forever. You're going to get through it. It's going to get better. You just need to feel it. It's a part of your journey. And, you know, bad things or, you know, the things you go through only make you stronger. And you're not alone. You're not alone. There's so many people going through issues like this on a daily basis all across the world. You're not alone. We can all get through it together, you know? I love that, honestly. So another message 
is well, what message would you send to the talking aunties or mm-hmm. the members who are putting pressure on young people who are just trying to live their best lives like just stop <laughs> and stop comparing us to other people around us don't try and you know get in someone else's business when it's not yours to the aunties i just say mind your own business keep your nose out of everything just this just like little comments and stuff as well they're not needed we don't need them like that's one thing i've learned i've been through my fair share of you know pressures and comparisons and everything one thing mm-hmm. I've for maybe like the past three years is if you don't give a shit about what they say it's not gonna affect you yeah exactly like once you stop caring about what people think of you you're gonna be so happy trust me like you're gonna be so happy because you don't care what anyone's saying it's literally my title the title of this podcast <laughs> is Loki Gengi. so if you yeah. don't care what people say and you don't care about that aspect then trust me you'll, you'll yeah you're literally gonna be so happy and content in life because you don't care yeah oh my god this has been so amazing right okay so now before we round things off completely Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna play a little game with you okay this is i've been doing this with all my other um interviewees so i'm excited to see uh what you associate these names with so basically game is called the word association game so okay a word and the first Mm -hmm. thing that comes to your mind when i say that word just blurt it just say okay that's fine there's no right I got answer. it. It's literally just what you think. Okay. okay. So, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Aunties. Negative energy. Weddings. Uh, food. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> um, happiness. Burfi. Love. <laughs> swear words um lifestyle (laughs) love that money um financial freedom makeup um self-love family um quality time jai um Daisy. Cats. Dogs. And Priyanka Chopra. Um, <laughs> I just say danger. Yeah, danger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh my God. Thank you so much for coming on, Isla. You've been absolutely amazing. This has been so much fun, honestly. Like, I've had fun with every single one of my interviewees, um, and I can say the same for you. Uh, it's been so nice talking to you. These conversations, I feel, are so important to have. And I love it when I have these conversations with people because I'm, mm-hmm. so, I'm so passionate about it. Like, you know, literally. Um, so. Honestly, I just hope that this podcast is listened to and people, when they're listening to it, are acknowledging things that we've said and are taking oh, them are using them in beneficial ways. Um, on a daily basis, yeah. 
better basis just to take a step forward in the right direction so I'm so glad you came on and you no it was my pleasure like it was so good talking to you um and I had a lot of fun so um yeah and I think it should be normalized to have these kind of conversations on a daily basis so it's it's a good step for like you know for anyone listening to kind of be like it's okay yeah to, it's okay to talk it out it's okay to you know be not okay yeah so just last words for me is stay safe and stay happy and don't give a shit about what other people say <laughs> no you too bye bye